After a week off from the briefing, I have returned. Lots to catch up on today here on Mining Stock Daily, including a look at early morning gold trading. everybody welcome back to mining stock daily and thank you for joining us today after a week off i hope everybody in canada and u.s had a wonderful holiday week i know there's a lot of action in the markets and in the miners although we weren't able to report it but we are back and live again and we don't have any time off until oh, probably december is looking like so i uh, got a lot coming up uh, including uh, next week we'll be bringing you news from the yukon uh, my trip to the Yukon Mining Investment Conference. Look, very much looking forward to that. So more on that next week. But let's get started today. The gold price took a beating on Friday morning when the U.S. jobs report hit the tape. The Mining Stock Journal described it as an unholy amount of COMEX paper contracts. And it hit the tape concurrent with the release of June employment report, dropping the gold price as much as $27 from Wednesday's closing price. The Precious Metals and Mining Stock Newsletter said that despite the blatant price attack, gold managed to claw back to a close Friday at 1401, August futures basis. The journal also commented that it expects to see a follow-up price attack this week, which could take the gold price back to the 1360-1370 area, from which it launched its recent move from over $1,400. The newsletter noted a pullback like this would with set up gold to possibly test $1,500 before Labor Day. And gold moved back up early this morning, above that $1,400 mark, up nearly $7 at time of recording. Today's briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources trades on the TSX Venture under ITR and on the OTC markets with IRRZF. Integra is advancing its past-producing Delamar Gold Silver project in southwest Idaho through aggressive drilling and exploration. An updated resource estimate was released last month showing a conversion of 4 million ounces into the measured and indicated category. A maiden PEA is expected in the second half of 2019. The management of Integra successfully sold its previous brownfields project for $590 million Canadian in the summer of 2017. You can read more about the company and its successful management team at IntegraResources.com. Brixton Metals has kicked off the drilling program at its Atlin Goldfields project in northwest British Columbia. It had also provided results of soil and rock samples collected in May. A total of 167 soil samples and 29 rock samples were collected at Atlin. During that month, the samples were collected at the Imperial, Union Mountain, and LD zones. Results from the soils collected this season returned one sample of 8.03 parts per million gold, seven samples greater than 0.1 parts per million gold, and 159 samples less than 0.1 parts per million gold. The elevated golden soil values appears to coincide with some of the interpreted geophysical features. Results from the rock grab samples collected include 8.57 grams per ton gold from the Imperial Mine area, 6.1 grams per ton gold from the Union Mountain area, and 1.6 grams per ton gold from the LD area. Four rock wrap samples returned values greater than 0.1 parts per million and the remainder of the samples returning values less than 0.1. The company is planning to collect additional soil and rock samples during the exploration program to further define and generate new targets with the priority area being the western portion of the property. Brixton Metals trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol BBB and on the OTC market with BBBXF. 
Shine Minerals announced assay results from seven drill holes this morning from its Watts Lake property located in north-central Saskatchewan. This was the company's first drill program, and all seven holes targeted a 15-meter section of the historically drill-defined main zone of the Boreas Lake mineralized complex. The company says six holes hit wide zinc and silver mineralization, including 30.5 meters of total composite mineralization, with intervals such as 11.44% zinc and lead and 15.76 grams per ton silver over 6 meters. Shine Minerals says the results confirm mineralization and shows continuity and extends from surface to depth of over 100 meters. Shine Minerals trades on the Toronto Venture Exchange with the symbol SMR and on the OTC markets with PAUFF. Oren Resources has commenced drilling at its Committee Bay Gold project in none of it. The fully funded core drill program is anticipated to test up to four targets based on a combination of geological observations and data analyzed with machine learning. It will consist of approximately 3,000 meters. Oren trades on the TSX and NYSC with the symbol AUG. Golden Predator announced a private placement of up to 8 million charity flow-through shares at a price of 45 cents per share, and up to 3 million non-flow-through shares at a price of 32 cents per share. Combined gross proceeds of the offering totals up to $6.08 million. Eric Sprott has agreed to acquire 5 million shares sold through the offering, which would increase his total ownership to 13 million shares of the company. No warrants will be issued. Golden Predator shares trade on the U.S. under NTGSF and on the TSX Venture Exchange under GPY. On Friday, Continental Gold announced it has closed its previously announced non-brokered private placement with Eric Sprott for $25 million. The proceeds of the private placement will be used for general working capital and corporate purposes. Newmont Gold Corp. has until July 12th to exercise its right to maintain its pro-rated ownership of the company in connection with closing the private placement. The company will issue a further press release upon closing if Newmont elects to exercise such a right, which is also subject to regulatory approval. Continental Gold trades on the TSX with the symbol CNL and on the OTC markets with CGOOF. Shares of Continental Gold are up more than 40% since early June. Lundin Mining announced late last week it has closed the acquisition of ownership of the Chapada Copper Mine in Brazil from Yamana Gold. In all, the deal consisted of a total cash consideration paid at the closing by Lundin of $800 million, funded by cash on hand and the company's $550 million credit facility. Yamana will retain a 2% net smelter return royalty on future gold production from the Saruka Gold Deposit. Yamana also receives contingent consideration of up to $125 million over five years if certain gold price thresholds are met and contingent consideration of $100 million on potential construction of a pyrite roaster. Lundin Mining trades on the TSX with the symbol LUN and on the OTC markets with LUNMF. That's it today here on Mining Stock Daily. Thanks again for tuning in. We will be back again tomorrow. And if you could take a moment, please be sure to provide a review of this show on the network or service you utilize to catch the daily rundown of mining news. We always appreciate your feedback. Thank you for doing so. Mining Stock Daily is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. 
Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.